We didn't get any listener feedback, so that's a good sign. <laughs> is, is that it? a good sign? <laughs> Depends on <laughs> the listener. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, like, I, I, I maybe I'm like, you know, saying the wrong thing here. Gonna knock on wood real quick, but like, I don't think we've ever gotten like negative feedback necessarily. Not, uh, not, not an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've made some people angry. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Can I get my? Can you turn me down? Like the the just the <clears throat> channel in general. Am yeah. I number two? You're number two. You're number two. You got you, this. You're gonna turn it down. He's gonna fall. He's gonna he turn himself down. Over. Turning, I'm turning you guys down too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just your headphone mix. So loud. Uh huh. I am loud. Do yeah. You, do you got a fucking problem with it? If I did, then I just waited. Sure, waited long enough to tell you. Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist, where one, we are loud, and two, we wear shorts. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. <laughs> And no Jackson no again. Jackson. He's still not here. He's still somewhere else. Yep. We miss him. Yeah. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Adam's sitting in Jackson's spot, so I'm going to have to make a lot of eye contact with him. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Wait, you're going to have to make a lot of eye contact? Jackson with and I make a lot of eye contact. Oh, so you're like making up for it. Well, yeah. Dave and I do when you guys go on a, on a bit. And yeah, we just stare at each other. <laughs> just like zone out while me yeah. and Jackson yeah. just go. Stare lovingly. And we just keep like looking like, are we? Are they, no, they're not talking. Waiting until, waiting until we're done so you can go, ha, 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 ha. That was or, funny. Or yeah. It's just say the word yeah. Like, I think they forgot we're here. <laughs> hey, maybe. Uh, sometimes, you know, you just got to you just gotta go. You got to go sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you got to go potty. You got to go potty. I go potty. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing for today? You. Thank you. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I had a long and stressful weekend. I busted a blood vessel in my eye. <laughs> Just a normal, normal weekend. <laughs> normal weekend, you know. I think I drove like 12 hours. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that you, uh, you, went, you went out. Yeah. And it was fucking tiring. How far away was that drive? Two and a half hours? Well, it ended up being three hours there. Okay. And two hours back, two and a half hours back. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Was it fun? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. It was it was okay. It was okay. Uh, the drummer in the band showed up. Okay, so we were supposed to be there and sound checked by six thirty. Mm-hmm. The drummer that we have uh, for the game, I'm not going to name names or tell you what band it is, but. Ah, uh, nerds. Uh, yeah, so this guy, this is his fourth gig that he's played with the band, and this is the fourth time he's been late. <laughs> this is this is the fucking drummer stereotype, and, they, and it's not helping my case yeah, at so, all. Say. So here's the thing. The band leader goes, hey, if you're going to play this gig, you have to be here and set up by 630. Otherwise, I'm going to find someone else. And he's Damn. like, I promise you I will. I'll be there on time. He showed up at 745. <laughs> That's not late. That's very That's late. That's very fucking late. Yeah. We were supposed to start at 7.30. So we played ah. we played uh, jazz standards. Uh-huh. It was just me playing bass. Uh, we had keyboard player and then trombone and saxophone playing standards. Until, wow. until he was until like... Until we, we started at 7.30. So for about 15 minutes, we were just playing standards. Holy moly. And the drummer shows up and like the, the rest of the crew, they like go help him set up. So we're playing like... All the things you are with like a drummer <laughs> setting up behind us. So it was awkward for the first set because our band leader was like so fucking pissed. I was like, dude, yeah, I totally that's, understand. That's makes sense. Understandable yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's and not like, oh, somebody's ten minutes late and you're you're really mad at them. Yeah, it's no, like, you're an hour no, you and fifteen minutes up. late. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, to be set up by 6.30, he's closer to two hours late. Yeah. That is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And when I tell you guys his name, if I, can I can I say his name? And you, can you bleep you're it? You're going to make me bleep it? Yeah. Or I'll just wait until later. Oh, I mean, I, I, I can. I mean, uh, you, you can do that or I can do that. One of us will. <laughs> we'll make a note. Okay. Yeah. So here's the irony. Okay. The guy's name is. No, he's not. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Does he know that? Uh, that it's ironic? Yeah. No. But I did. We were in the green room uh, after the first set, and uh, the band leader goes, hey, so is everybody good? Are you good? And the drummer goes, yeah, I'm good. And I, I just started laughing. He goes, what? I'm like, holy fuck, you were late. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he looked at me weird. I was like, was that rude? Is that a rude thing to say? You were really late. You're really late. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't think it's really rude. It's just pointing no, out the fact. It's just pointing out the fact. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to be upset about that either. As no. someone who's yeah. usually late to things, I'm not that late <laughs> to where it's like insulting. You're like two minutes, one minute, you know. Maybe ten. Maybe ten. If you have to set up drums, then yeah. you, you know you shouldn't then, be 15 minutes after downbeat. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not like he was just showing up and playing drums that were set up, right? No. He had to set them he up. He had to set them up. So it's like, yeah, you really fucked up. Yeah. And then he... Uh, just didn't know some of the songs, so that's that's what happened to your eye. That's like that's uh, part for the yeah. part for the course, you know, part for the course. Part not really, course. not really knowing the songs. That makes also sense. a drummer stereotype. All right, moving. I don't on. play notes, <laughs> dude. I have such a thing about this, and I am a little bit nervous about talking about it. <laughs> but I got into an argument with a producer recently at a session because he said I don't play notes, and I was like, Yes, I do. Drummers certainly play notes. He's like, what key is that song in? And I'm like, that has nothing to do. That is not the same question. (laughs) And then they turn it into a whole bit the rest of the session. And and then the next day I got a text that was like, your notes sound great from yesterday's session. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to fuck. So I screenshot the definition of musical notes (laughs) and sent it to them like this fucking this. (laughs) Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh my God, my I, blood was boiling. <laughs> I, did, I did a session once where we were playing a song and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. The drummer tuned his bass drum to an A natural. I think it was like a like an A minor chord. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's standard. The tune we were recording was an A flat. <laughs> and here's the thing is this guy has perfect pitch, so he knew the song was an A flat. So he made the so choice just, to just, tune yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so every time I hit a root note, yeah. a downbeat... They fucking clashed. Because <laughs> in jazz drumming, most of the time, you're to four on the floor just feathering the bass drum. Yeah. So there's a constant ding, 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 ding of an A natural. <laughs> and I'm hitting A flat. <laughs> like, uh, what's the weird sound? And then the producer was like, I'm just going to, I can record over that. Dude. Like, we can change Drummers don't play notes, though. Yeah. Drummers don't Drummers play don't notes. notes. No, they, they just don't exist. Not in the same way as probably what his point was. Like you don't like if you if you want to know a song, if I was like, Hey, we're gonna play this song you've never heard before, but it's literally four on the floor, uh, just straight groove the whole time. You can crash on the courses if you want. Yeah. You could get through it. Yeah, but also I like like I just wanna be like, why do you call it a quarter note then? It, it just call it a quarter. What do you right. what? Like, yeah. like, like quarter. Qu- quarter notes don't have to go on. They, they can go on any pitch. They can go on drums. They can go on anything. I don't understand why you would like like oh this this next this next part you're gonna play a hole. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> like it's all called something note. I don't understand. It was so bizarre for a producer to come at me with this. It's like this says way more about you than I care to know. <laughs> yeah. I regret that you're recording this. 
<laughs> you don't well, think the fucking drummer plays notes. Well, I'm not paying for it, nor am I getting paid to be there. But yeah, so it's all bad. Hey, ain't natural. <laughs> what key is it? Like you're in the you're in the back. Like, what key is the song in? <laughs> yeah. B flat. All right. All right, everybody, hold on a second. I gotta uh, really tune all these here guys. Comes up. this uh, B natural kick drum, dickhead. <laughs> I should have done that. That would have been so fucking funny. Oh my god! Uh, I also played a gig this weekend where it was like it was for this like big event. We were on this giant built stage, and uh, there was there was like eight sound people on stage, like people doing on like on stage like uh, monitors and people doing front of house, people doing like setup, people doing helping us load on and off the stage. And l- let me tell you, it didn't work. <laughs> Too many cooks in the kitchen. I went back and listened to the recording. Uh, they put reverb on my overheads, <laughs> <laughs> so a song ended, and I just heard I just heard cymbals go. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" That's hilarious. I like I I don't know what the, I didn't notice it when it like on stage, but I went back and watched, and I was like, "These guys." They spent forever arguing about how to set everything up, about, like, one guy explained to the other one how you mic overheads. And the guy was like, I know. And he's like, but what you got to do is get it centered. And he's like, I know. He's like, okay, but take the mic cable, put it on the center of the snare drum. And I was like, I can't watch this. I yeah, can't. this is fucking painful. I'll <laughs> let it, you guys figure this out. And then it sounded like shit. <laughs> yeah. I, play, I played another gig this week where the sound guy forgot to put a gate on the kick drum. <laughs> So we were sound checking, and that the, seems the drummer did. He, he like had to bury the beater throughout the whole uh, sound check. Oh my! god. Because every time he would let go, like, it would just, just it would just whoa 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 yeah yeah yeah. And there was kick drum in all of our monitors, and I told the sound, he was like, "We don't really have time to do a full sound check." And I was like, "I just want vocals, no drums, no bass, no guitar, yeah, no, nothing." And he goes, "Okay, cool." And there was a huge amount of drums in my monitor. Oh my god, I don't get that. Yeah, I do not understand that. Well, all right. We're doing some news today. You guys ready for some news? Yeah. All right, great. Depends on the news. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, uh, Queen announced that they're going to be releasing a previously unreleased song in September with Freddie Mercury on vocals. Very, very exciting. Very cool. Um, It's from the Miracle Sessions. The Miracle was their 13th album released in 89. Um uh, and recorded in 88. Uh, the song they had like found before and they weren't sure if they were going to release it or not. Um, uh, Brian May apparently had been saying that like it just didn't seem salvageable. Um, he said it was kind of hiding in plain sight. We looked at it many times and thought, oh no, we can't really rescue that. But in fact, we went in there again and our wonderful engineering team went, okay, we can do this and this. And it's like kind of stitching bits together. But it's beautiful. It's a touching piece, a very passionate piece, says Brian May. So All right. that's exciting. That is exciting. I, I, and, and I'm glad. Is Brian May still canceled? I, I don't. Was he? Yeah. Was he fully canceled? He, he flew pretty close to the sun. <laughs> he, got, he got very close to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. But like, I mean, the, the big sell is Freddie Mercury on this. So yeah. I yeah. will I will totally go for a new Queen song uh, with Freddie Mercury on it that the whole band is in for and has wanted to release, but now finally can somehow. Yeah, so. I think that's an interesting part of it is I, I don't know enough about if there's been significant advances in kind of stitching something like that together, restoring if it's on tape, I guess. There definitely has. And I, I don't know how much of a factor that is in like re it, being able to release the song, but it's 
I don't know, interesting that they're doing that. Yeah, I wonder like if if it was like if it was like pieces of the song kind of rec- like 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 demoed individually and it wasn't actually a finished recording or uh, what they yeah, had to be, do. Yeah. Um, regardless, you can they can make anything work now, but yeah. it's just a matter of if you can make it work in a way that is like you know that is good or that the band would like. Well, that, that John Deacon I guess would that like. Fits, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> probably that fits like what they intended at the time. Yeah, and the other songs from that same you know session. Yeah. So I wonder if it's gonna sound like it's from the late '80s. I don't. I doubt it, especially if, if like a bunch of modern engineers are working on it. I bet yeah. that they have found a way. To, I bet. I bet aspects of it will. It, it would be worth it for them to do that because there's a huge '80s resurgence going on right now. Yeah. I mean that 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 would that would make sense. I mean they're gonna be fine with that release no matter what. That release is they, they could they could put they could just do a, a single on vinyl and yeah. <laughs> they'll sell vinyls. Uh, and they'll finally be able to retire. <laughs> <laughs> they can stop touring. Yeah. Adam Lambert's like, please no, please, yeah, please, please don't. Please. <laughs> you're not, you're not all I've got, but I really like this gig. I need, I need to be doing this. Yeah. This, this is a good one for me. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a positive one. I kind of wanted to start with a little bit of positive something that was. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's really easy if, to go down the, if, the rabbit hole of darkness. If Brian May is canceled, let's just not even think about it right yeah. now. Is yay more Queen music? We'll just skip, yeah. skip over that. Um, so uh, more positivity, and then eventually maybe not. But BTS uh, went to the White House last week, and we, funny enough, Dave, our episode last week we missed two crucial news things, like because of the day we recorded, which was BTS going to the White House, yeah, and the fucking verdict of the trial. I know we missed like 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 the day after we recorded, and yeah. we were like, I. I I asked, I think, like, there's not a verdict yet, is there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we talked about it on that episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, BTS went to the White House. Um, they went and spoke about, um, uh, about like, anti-Asian hate, and they went and spoke about mental health and a lot of stuff like that. It was really, really beautiful. Joe um, Biden was really excited to finally meet the Beatles. <laughs> Apparently, he's been playing butter, like, nonstop in the White House. I don't know. Um <laughs> But yeah, so that that that's a relatively positive thing. It's also like a kind of like a um, it feels like a classic thing for a band to be going to the White House I mean, and like. You said the Beatles is a joke, but that does feel kind of similar. Yeah, about, it's it's about of that this. stature because yeah. I think I don't know if in when like Elvis going to the White House. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I don't know if when all is said and done, will BTS be bigger than the Beatles? But it's possible. It definitely is the closest one. We had that conversation a while ago. I don't think we had a, a good guess, and I think this would be like yeah. The, I mean, worldwide, I would say definitely. definitely, but the world is very different. Yeah, more connected at least than it was with the yeah. Beatles. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it, it's great that they went. They got to talk to talk to everybody about everything, do a whole speech, and uh, what have you. But of course, there's got to be a negative here because this is America after all. <laughs> Um, and, uh, the BTS had to pay for their, their trip themselves, <laughs> which like on some level is like, I mean, they have a lot of money. So there, yeah, there's one aspect where it's like totally fine. Yeah. They're not pressured or not running like low on money to go travel for, you know, international recognition, but, but, it, it but is, also it feels kind of shitty. It's it, like, really? It is like being invited to a destination wedding. That's very far away. And then, like maybe, like like you have to go, right? Like yeah. you, like you, like you have to. You go. can't turn it down. But it's, like, yeah, it's you your daughter's you wedding. Just yeah. go, like <laughs> Joe Biden just mailed this to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. The the White House invited them. They're like, hey, will you please come and and speak to speak to everybody about everything at the White House? And then 
also pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> but can you like pay for it? We're a little low on cash right now. We're uh, we we're not, we don't have a lot of liquid going on here. So if you would if you wouldn't mind, just uh, yeah, <laughs> a free continental breakfast. If that interests you, you get some bagels. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. People are fans aren't surprised, but but also like the the White House is notorious for stuff like that. Like yeah. presidents have to pay for their own meals, right? Yeah. Well, there, there's a bunch of like ethical concerns I can see with inviting a band and being like, we're gonna pay for you to come hang out and like. Yeah, true. True. I, true, I, true. I get it. But yeah. then again, there's lots of unethical things that happen in government. So. <laughs> really? Maybe we should start with those instead of PTS. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I just think if you're going to invite someone to the White House, maybe. Yeah, I think if they're going to be invited, especially for like a thing that benefits the White House, right? Like, yeah. Benefits the White House. It benefits. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's purely it, that's purely yeah. PR for the White House. I like mean, BTS the, is kind of doing them a favor. The <laughs> BTS <laughs> army is enough yeah. enough of a populace to put biden's approval rating through the roof yeah the white house has a youtube page right i bet it got the most views ever gotten <laughs> like yeah, I'll having, check on having bts there uh i don't know that's that's it, it seems like just good for the white house but and also like again like when was the last time of like a, i mean i guess celebrities have gone recently now that i'm thinking yeah about like it, olivia but, rodrigo was there not yeah, that's long right. ago yeah. um but who knows maybe she had to pay for her own ticket <laughs> maybe she had to pay for a ticket to enter the white house yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny too you show up and you're like i'm here to to visit the white house i'm here for the thing and they're like i need a ten dollar admission <laughs> unless you're a student and it's two dollars it's two dollars it's the the bts video is the sixth video down uh, on most popular on most popular nice yeah and see? anthony and fauci has three of the top uh, five yeah. i was gonna ask what the top five are obama Ooh, president That's biden's crazy. youtube town hall and covid19 vaccinations from a year damn ago. damn yeah. 1.6 million views. Well, it's only been a couple days. Two so. days. One point. Wait, well, hold on a second. Oh, this is wrong. It's not sorting by view count. All right, this is a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, BTS, BTS Army definitely gave the White House a boost in oh, so yeah. many ways. It's only PR for the White House, but it also is incredibly positive that BTS went. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure they were happy to go, too. Yeah. Their fans are incredible. Yeah. They, like, do, like, they'll, like love bomb people and do like fundraisers and it seems like it seems like potentially one of the least toxic fan like fan say, groups. It, it almost seems like it's not a fan base because it's positive yeah exactly yeah right. i'm used to fan bases like star wars where they're toxic <laughs> as hell <laughs> i saw a tweet that was like for all these people who were for all these racists who are like you know giving moses ingram shit i yeah. can't wait until they find out about james earl jones <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really cool thing that they have a positive fan base. Speaking of racism, speaking of racism, <laughs> Confederate flags are now banned from the Country Music Awards, uh, Country Music Festival. The officials announced. So it's the fucking Country Music, the CMA doing the bare minimum, like we talked about last week. I mean, I don't know what else to, I what else to like, what else they could do. So it's good they're doing this, but like, it is the bare minimum. It's about fucking time, like. Can yeah, we just? I wouldn't be surprised if the first like quoted artist was next year's presenter Morgan Wallen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the um the statement from the festival is this year's CMA Fest is our first major fan facing event in nearly three years. We have always had policies in place that protect the safety of our fans and ban discrimination, but, but but we felt it was important to further refine our language to explicitly outline what will and will not be tolerated. So I mean. Yeah, I guess it's good. Let's see if they enforce it. (laughs) 
Yeah, and that and that also happens uh, like with the NASCAR stuff because they didn't they they banned it too. Um, so I mean, yeah, but if if you don't enforce a ban, it doesn't really matter. It's true. It's but true. can you imagine going like I'm going to go to the CMA Awards tonight? Better get my Confederate flag ready. Yes, or wearing a Confederate flag T-shirt or that. They yeah, like do. only people. Y- y- yes, I can imagine like that. do that. I yeah. can. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It is, but it's a, it's a, it's a pretty large amount of people who are, who are just like, especially because they don't understand, like a lot of people truly don't understand or like choose to ignore what the Confederate flag actually means. Or they're just not smart enough to understand it. So they they think like, this is my understanding of the way things are. Yeah. And so it's right. They've been told by certain media properties that this is about, you know, states rights or some bullshit, which is not, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm really concerned idiots. for my fucking state's rights here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so the CMA Awards or CMA Festival, that's it, the CMA Music Festival doing the bare minimum. At least it's good. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope that it doesn't, I don't know. I hope that people don't give them backlash, which I know they're going to. I was going to say, what, what happens when they get backlash, though? Where do those people go? Uh, they can go on Twitter and do it. No, but no, no. I mean, like, what do they go to next? If oh. the CMAs is... Being like, no, we don't want you here. The Eight Chan Music Festival. Yeah, Eight Chan. Eight Chan. Eight Chan. Oh, is that conservative? <laughs> Just I mean, double, it's four double Chan. Four Chan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Eight Chan Music Festival. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's Stup- stupider things have happened. I guess. Yeah. Yep. I guess that's where they go. I, I don't know. It's really fucking dumb. Okay. Um, so. Like we said earlier, we missed the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard verdict because we because of the day we recorded, so the verdict was announced. Johnny Depp uh, did win the case, and along with that, uh, I loved the Rolling Stone. Rolling, I did that last you week. You did that last week too. <laughs> Rolling Stone. Rolling <laughs> I loved the Rolling Stones. Um, <laughs> the Rolling Stones headline was Johnny Depp returns to cosplaying as a rock musician. Oh. I thought that was very good. But he, uh, uh, him, and Jeff Beck announced a album will be released as soon as possible. I believe in July. For some fucking reason. <laughs> Jeff Beck is like, yeah, my buddy, we got this. We're going to release an album now. This that's, is so that's cool. That's going to cheer you up or whatever. I mean, Johnny. I, I, it's weird. Like, I don't know what the intention is behind it. Well, they were, they were going to release that record even if he lost. Yeah, but it's just, it's so, it, yeah. They, they definitely were going to do that. But it is like, it's 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 like supposed to be this like jump start for his return to his career. Yeah. Because he has no other work because of the whole point of the defamation trial well isn't disney apparently like we're thinking about bringing him back uh i don't know it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case i mean they it it would it would only be for the next pirates which wasn't even actually written yet so or it still isn't and they have already hired on like a female replacement for him to have like a new kind of the franchise yeah, yeah 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 so i mean if they are thinking about i mean i don't know i Disney can do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp's going to be like, I want Walt Disney's finger. I want you to <laughs> cut his finger off, and I want you to let me shit in his bed. And I'm going to make it into a necklace. I'm make it into a necklace, and I'm going to shit in his bed. <laughs> and then blame the dog. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So so he, they are going to release a uh, an album ASAP, and I can't wait to never listen to it. <laughs> so has he been on an album that's been recorded and released because i know yeah. he's played like oh, yeah. shows and stuff yeah, yeah. he has he, a band he, yeah. Oh, I, yeah i knew that hollywood I vampires mm-hmm. i didn't know if they'd ever released anything I, I thought so i don't know if they did but i do know he was on the the base the new basement tapes which was this project that's right 
Which is funny because so were Taylor and Griffin Goldsmith from Dawes. Yeah. Hmm. And M- Marcus Mumford. Uh, I think. What's his name? Elvis Costello. What, what was the name of his band? <clears throat> the vamp- uh, Hollywood Vampires? Hollywood Vampires. That's it. Okay. I'm going to see if they're releasing something. Well, so he, he him and. Yeah, because um, I'd known that he'd, he'd played in a band. Yeah. It has like uh, but, um, Steve Perry. Yeah. My assumption uh, was they're not a very Alice good Cooper. band, maybe. Um, him and um, uh, Jeff Beck have already released a single too, but it was a yeah. cover. So, yeah. but um, they he has released that. So Johnny Depp was on every single. He's been in the band since the beginning, and they have released two albums: hmm. Hollywood Vampires and Rise. When did they start? Uh, twenty twelve. Let's do a deep dive. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Christopher Lee was on an album of theirs? This is nonsense. Who's Christopher Lee? I kind of do remember that being a thing. Well, Christopher Lee had a metal album. He had a metal album, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's done music stuff before, but that's that's wild. I who, cannot Who believe. is he? He's an actor. Oh. He's, uh, um... N- nothing nothing Dave's in the nerd. Is it some nerd <laughs> shit? Well, no, he, he played no. uh, Dracula in yeah, the, he the was, old movies, he, if you've seen okay. those. He's a, he's a very famous older actor. Who was mm-hmm. in um, what he was, but... Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was very, very old when he died. Yeah, recently, yeah. So. Uh, he, he had a very long career, like I think six or seven decades in Hollywood. Holy shit! Yeah, he, he died so. at ninety three. Yeah, wow. Um, that was in twenty fifteen, so yeah. that's not that recently. But um, but he he was like he was in a bunch of nerdy shit, but he also just was he's he's been a famous actor forever. Um, and, and he some, also some metal band asked him to just appear on their album. No, like, it was, I'm pretty sure this was him. Was it his? It idea? was his idea. Oh. He he wanted to like he wanted to like do like his low voice over like yeah, metal music. It, it's a good voice for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently he's on a Hollywood vampire song. <laughs> I wonder if he just does like commentary or something. I, I mean, he, he, he's got like this low, like really beautiful voice. So I'm sure it's yeah. good like, for like narration kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. So, uh, to kind of piggyback on the Johnny Depp thing, the unfortunate truth of this is that there are a lot of people who have now kind of started to use this as a platform to be like, I believe this other piece of shit, man. Um, not to say again, like I said last week, I don't want to pick sides in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing because it doesn't fucking matter. We all uh, lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all lost, we all lost as soon as this started. Um, but because of this, like for example, this is not a music example, but just to kind of give something uh, like a frame of reference, Kyle Rittenhouse, the murderer, uh, announced that he was going to <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. file for defamation inspired by Johnny Depp winning his case. Um, and to not, pick- not the right takeaway. And that. and no. to, and to keep keep going with that musically at least, um, a lot of people have decided that they're going to uh, start believing Marilyn Manson instead of <sighs> um, you know canceling him. So a lot of people saying like hashtag I stand with Marilyn Manson. A lot of there's a lot of like YouTube videos why I believe Marilyn Manson is innocent. Um, there's like aspects with their lawsuit people are using as fact, and it's just like this is not the time for this platform yeah. like no. and this is what everybody was afraid of if johnny depp won is that it would kind of like shove all of the work that had been done with me too and and four women kind of further deeper into the ground and this is the proof that you know this that was going to happen and it's very upsetting but everything like we're still calibrating like every uh, it's so it's so like the me too movement still has legs it's still valid uh-huh. and, like just because johnny depp won it doesn't set anything back well, the, 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 the thing is that what it, what it sets back is, like, all of the people who hated the Me Too movement are 
even more like lit up. They have yeah, a giant it, fire it gives underneath them, them. Something to latch onto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, again, I say it's because they're fucking idiots. Well, right. But, the, they're, but they, they're idiots, and they're not even they're not seeing the nuance of anything. Yeah. You yeah. Know, there's there's plenty of arguments to be made that like the Johnny Depp cases, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. And it's like they're not looking at any of that. Yeah. They're not looking at any of the details. They're just seeing the man won. Man one, woman bad. It's like, Dunning Kruger. Yeah, and and it and it really is a thing of like, Me Too hasn't necessarily taken steps backwards because it was it is already making its steps and people are going to stand where they were going to stand. But the people who have stood in the place of like fuck the Me Too movement and like men get abused too, uh, the Me Too movement is way too aggressive with canceling people, all this kind of shit. All the people who are on the opposite side of pro Me Too are louder than ever, and they have. They when they <laughs> they suddenly have like ammunition, they have a platform to stand yeah. on. Exactly, yeah. They yeah. are they are they are going to be. They have all of the things they need to take it and go. Marilyn Manson is yeah. actually a great guy. That like the so there's such a huge crossover between those types of people, the people that would take a Confederate flag to the CMA, and the people that say all lives matter. Yeah, it's, like they're all cut from the same cloth. It's yeah. just such pieces of shit. It's it's like a it's a it's a weak constitution. Everything you yeah. do is attacking me. Um, like like everything every decision made is about me and nothing else. So you know these two celebrities in a defamation case, Johnny Depp winning, actually makes me this like white guy at home feel better now. And I'm gonna go and yell at my wife because of it. That's not yeah. what happened, guys. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think our wives would beat us up. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's, it's like, yeah. I know your wife yeah. would beat the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> and no one, no one's listening. No one who's listening knows who I said that to. So <laughs> that's good. I like that. That's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think for, if, if we, if there are any listeners out there, I do want to make a stance and say, if this trial, if you're a pro pro Johnny Depp, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I am going to say that if you're like, yeah, Marilyn Manson, is actually doing he's innocent he's innocent i'm gonna say you know take a step back look at the bigger picture stop just thinking about is this person being victimized because they're a celebrity no that's like that's so rarely the case so just take a step back look at the bigger picture before you make a final decision on like just reading a tweet that marilyn manson is innocent just think about like that's not the right takeaway even if you think that's right it's not that those are not the same situations yeah so yeah yeah, and, and 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 like, again too, like that trial wasn't an like an abuse trial; it was a defamation trial. Right. So yeah. so like even further using it to like a like Evan Rachel Wood didn't didn't like defame Marilyn Manson's name by suing him <laughs> for, yeah. for for sexual assault. That's not what happened. Uh, so these are incredibly different things, like you said. So, um, but yeah, definitely, they're just like it's totally different scenarios and like. Regardless of what you think on either side, they're just they're not even related at all. Other than yeah. it's like a man who's a celebrity. Yeah. So like that's the connection you got. That's not much to go on, guys. It is not. <laughs> it, w- it was really funny though in the court videos to see Johnny Depp go get asked if he gave Marilyn Manson pills once, and he was like, "Yes." He's like, "What for?" He's like, "To make him talk less." <laughs> yeah, that was. Funny, I yeah. wanted him to talk less. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of this. Oh man, it was stuff, really. So. I just I just watched the funny highlights. Yeah, it was it was definitely a funny trial. Um, okay, so let's get the fuck away from those losers. Uh, Julie, Julian Casablancas sold uh, his stake in the Strokes to uh, one of those other companies that's not Hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sold it to Primary Wave for a uh, undisclosed amount of money. 
Um, so again, Primary Wave is one of those companies, and they seem to do more than just what Hypnosis does. But well, they're they... they're a private company. Yeah. Whereas Hypnosis is a publicly. Sorry, what? I don't know what you just said. What was the name of the company? Uh, Hypnosis. Thank you. There Thank it is. You. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, do you think when when they the rest of the band found out, they called them and like, when did you do this? And he went last night. <laughs> <laughs> If that hasn't already happened. If yeah. that already yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, they are private, but they are a music publishing talent management group. They have they have giant uh, discographies of music. They have, they've bought specific songs, specific catalogs from specific musicians. Um, they got their start around 2006 when the founder, Lawrence Mistel, met Courtney Love. And uh, uh, in that moment, Courtney Love sold him 50% of Kurt Cobain's uh, rights to the Nirvana catalog. Like as soon as they met, she was like, "Do you want to buy half? Of it? Uh, <laughs> I got something pretty cool. You might want to buy half you of it. You might want this. This is actually pretty fucking cool, and I don't want it anymore." <laughs> and he, yeah, and he was probably like, "Fuck yeah, I'll buy it." And then she was like, "Do you want to buy some of the whole discography?" He's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Would you like any a, of what I do? <laughs> business person, not an idiot, <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> But I will take all of the drugs you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, too late. I already did. Um, so in their early days, some of their acquisitions were Chicago, Steven Tyler, John Lennon, Holland Oates, uh, Def Leppard. Um, and the list goes on and on. And again, these are these are their publishing catalogs. And a lot of times they don't buy their entire catalogs. They buy, like like in the case of Julian Casablancas, it was his stake in the Strokes music. So whatever that implies, if that's like, you know, just like his ownership of the music now goes to primary wave. Right, if that's just a certain percentage, it's probably yeah. not the whole. But so, if he is the writer, if he's the song. If he's the, 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 the primary, yeah. primary songwriter, majority. then there, there could exist a scenario where the band is not allowed to play certain songs yeah that's true that's true i mean it, it that would that that comes down to like a copyright thing too yeah well, where, that, that wouldn't be in the interest of the company buying the rights either to yeah. have them not play the song and be like let's make right. this less relevant yeah. now i don't know i, I haven't looked into the that's CEO a good point of this yeah. company because they want they want that song to be played more yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good point to you know show up in commercials and whatever yeah I don't know about this company's like intentions. Like we know with like Hypnosis, like there are musicians involved and people are happy to be a part of that. Seemingly a part of that. For whole. Now. Yeah, exactly. So um, this 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 could be you know something similar. It could be too far away. I, I don't know. It's I, I can't really tell what this company is about necessarily, um, in terms of like pro musician or not. But I think it's interesting that they, that they buy like just percentages or like some songs. Um, like it's like getting into real estate and buying select rooms in a house. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it, like I mean, the, sort of, but it's also kind of like buying a house in a neighborhood instead of like BlackRock is just buying whole neighborhoods. Oh, That's true. yeah, okay, yeah. That's true. Another good point, Adam. Yeah. This is why I'm here. <laughs> Shit. For example, uh, some of the songs that they have in their roster, just individual songs, Life is a Highway, the, the Tom Cochran one. Yeah. Uh, which I, uh, that would mean Not that, Rascal Flatts. I mean, the Rascal Flatts had to pay this company to play to, to do life as a highway um uh, peace of mind by boston uh this is a crazy one never gonna give you up <gasps> they own the meme that's ironic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rick astley sold it yeah he sold <laughs> never gonna give you up. dude of course he did of course yeah i would too <laughs> like of course he did um, and yeah, they, they own, they own, uh, a lot of, com they go and come fly away or come fly with me, Frank Sinatra. Weird. Um, just a lot of shit. Um, that's really, really interesting. And like pieces of discographies that I'm just like, wow, like disturbed. Like, that's a, yeah, that's a weird, <laughs> like, it's, it's all over the place. Yeah. But I, I mean, that seems 
smarter because you can do a smaller budget for acquiring these things. Yeah, compared I'm, to an entire like artist discography, or I am sure that Down with the Sickness w- is is worth them buying. Like like the amount of times that you've heard the ooh wah, ah, ah, in like movies and television is yeah. like oh yeah, this is probably worth it for me to yeah. just buy just at least that song. <laughs> it's like wait, what song is that? They just go ooh wah, ah, ah. It's like we'll <laughs> yeah. take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that that's a you know. Uh, it's really interesting too because I like their their website is diff- it looks very different from like Hypnosis's Hypnosis's website it has like their stock number. Yeah, I was gonna say, does it have the stock numbers? It doesn't on have it? doesn't have it on the top that I saw for Primary no, Waves. No, it doesn't. And it has like a it has a- like- after you mentioned that though for Hypnosis, I went and looked and I'm like, yeah, it's, uh, that is very much like that's the company. Yeah, yeah. That's a really it's a, it's a representation of what that company is about. Yeah. And Primary Wave instead has like this big article that's like we welcome Julian Casablancas and like it looks like a much more friendly place to be because they do also do talent management and stuff like that so like a lot of i'm sure that there are like smaller artists who go to them for whatever um i just really want to know what the ins and outs of the band dynamic once that happens well is is this the first part of like the other band members selling their stakes as well right the same company maybe yeah i mean it could it could be a thing where it's like all right fine you can just Right, yeah. we can sell some of it now. We'll keep doing what we're doing, and we'll sell some more later. Make more money then, probably. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this this website looks so friendly. It has it has like <laughs> all of its like all of its numbers. Well, it's it's of, like, like it's it's aimed at at normal people. Yeah, it has all these articles yeah. about how they were featured in Jeopardy a couple weeks or like last week. Uh, they were interviewed by CBS uh, Sunday Morning. Uh, just like and stuff about their artists too. I don't know. It's like it's it seems like a much more interesting place to be than <laughs> Hypnosis. So <laughs> yeah, good for I mean, good I, for I them. I do think Hypnosis is interesting though. Oh, it is. Like it's, oh, and I would I would I would say yes if they were like, can we buy all your episodes <laughs> for like six hundred dollars? I mean, Fuck yeah, let's do it. They they might. Maybe they want to get in the podcast. That could be interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what they're going to do is they're going to find a podcast who pronounces their name correctly. Yeah. And then they're going to go to that podcast. Let's and just, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's re-record all the instances of us saying hypnosis. Makes no, no, no. It's always hypnosis. Yeah. yeah we just back. thought it was yeah. hypnosis. Yeah, we were always right. We're Hi- so proud to be a part of hypnosis. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like the, we'll, we'll even put the the share price on our website. <laughs> it's like it's like the office when they get when they join Saber and they do the Sabre bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I, you know, good for Julian. I think good for Julian Casablancas because I mean, I'm sure that he's he's totally fine with that. Um, the band dynamic does sound interesting, yeah. but I don't know. So, our final piece of news today is Mariah Carey gets sued for Christmas. Uh, so <laughs> Again, Rolling that, Stone coming through. Is that through. her new uh, special this year? Uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> um, so, she faces a $20 million lawsuit for All I Want for Christmas. Now, I know what you're thinking. All these music lawsuits. They're like, oh, my God, these songs sound the same. That's not what's happening here, everybody. Not even fucking close. The songs don't sound the same in any way, in yeah. any in any way at all. No. But they're just suing them for the song title of All I Want for Christmas is You. The songwriter Andy Stone wrote the song five years earlier than Mariah Carey. Now didn't and write the song, right? Use the song title. Hold on, though. Did he just wake up from a coma? Does he not know that this Yo, has been the song had, title the whole I time? I had the same thought when I read this to my wife. I was like, did he just wake up from a coma and was like, what the 
fuck? Yeah. Wait a minute. What's the name of her song? <laughs> yeah. Like the most popular Christmas song of all time? One of the most popular songs of all time. Yeah. So that's the other thing is that it, it, it has been like a, a, a top billboard, like hot billboard 100 item for decades. Yeah. It, has, it came it out in 94. Right? Yeah, there, yeah. There's yeah. no way you could have missed this. No. Yeah. So again, if you want to go uh, find the song itself, uh, it is by um, Andy Stone, who was part of a band. Say, you, you can play a clip now, and he'll sue us. We'll get <laughs> yeah. our name in the headlines. Yeah, if Gnosis God, that would us. be awesome. Uh, um, <laughs> that, that would actually—that's it. That's our way that's in. That's the way out. Yeah, um, that's the exit strategy. An alternate title for that headline was "All I Want for Christmas Is Sue." <laughs> That—that's really good. Yeah. I think that's the episode title. Really? I, I, I think I that's like good. It. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like okay. that for the episode. There title. we go. Yeah. Um, so uh, the. Andy Stone, who wrote the song, was a part of uh, Vince Vance and the Valiants, which, again, going back to The Office, I like it just sounds Vance like refrigeration. Bob Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Did I say Vince Vance? No, I you said, said something well, like that. Well, I mean, their, yeah, name Vince Vance Vance. Vance. Okay. their name is Vince Vance. Their name is Vince Vance. Bob Vince Vance Refrigeration. <laughs> that's that's all I can think of here. It sounds fake, but it also sounds like someone, like, you know, in, in the 80s or 70s, you know, whatever. It sounds like one of those bands. Um, and so... Uh, they claim that Carrie and her co-writer Walter and I can't I tried this earlier, Afanasif, Afanasif, a, like a medicine. <laughs> it does. Uh, her and her co-writer Walter created a quote derivative version of the song without permission. Uh, which do, do they know what that word means? Because <laughs> I don't think that means what they think. <laughs> I did a definition on the show last week. Let me look at the <laughs> Let's find out what derivative means, everybody. Yeah. Um, it's you're right. It's not this, right? Because it's not the song. That's... Uh, derivative, typically of an artist or work of art, uh, imitative of the work or of another person, and usually disproved for all that reason. It's imitative, and it's 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 like derivative in the sense that it's the literal same song title. Yeah, but that doesn't like yeah. what? That's so it's not a big fucking deal. I mean, you do have to copyright that stuff, but like, there's for everybody who's like, yeah, but it is the same. There are 177 other instances of the song title "All I Want for Christmas Is You" that is copywritten. Multiple that were copywritten before this one that they're that they're suing. Well, and if you want to make it a thing where you have to copyright song names, we're gonna run out of song titles very quickly. (laughs) We're gonna run out of song titles before we run out of music. Yeah, one (laughs) one of one of uh, Dawes' most popular songs is "Right on Time." Yeah, Brandy Carlile released a song called "Right on Time," won Grammys for it, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna tour together soon. That's great. They're that's, they're that's not going to sue each yeah. other for twenty million dollars because <laughs> they don't have twenty million dollars. No, they do. Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> um, so this is like I, I you know we haven't talked about music lawsuits in a while. There have been a couple that have been that have come up that have kind of been interesting, um, but this one in particular kind of like screams to me is like people need to like not we need to not do these music lawsuits anymore. Yeah, I'm so over this shit. This is nonsense. This is a song title. This is not the music. The songs are entirely different except their subject matter is the same, I suppose, but the lyrics the lyrics are still different. And you know, you're just pissed that Mariah Carey's version has been this famous for this long. But again, why are you doing it now? Like <laughs> they didn't they they didn't reach out ever until 2021 maybe they've been just talking to lawyers this whole time and one of them finally said yeah I'll one of them that. was like yeah i'll do it <laughs> you know what i think this is going to be funny I let's just, do it i just helped johnny depp win that case so yeah i'll do it <laughs> that's the same guy <laughs> that would be hilarious oh my god uh speaking about how mariah carey can't afford 20 million dollars um <laughs> 
uh, her next release is going to be a NFT. Now, I thought we could play a game here, everybody. And the game is let 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 Hagen read this article aloud because NFTs are nonsense. And the lingo and the words that are used. I, I, I read through this article and I was like, I, I understand none of this. I, I think we should point out just for the sake of anyone listening to this in the future we're recording this in june 2022 <laughs> nfts are still relevant yeah. kind, kind of um okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of just skip around a little bit but i'm going to read uh this article so um designed like a boarding pass the nft includes an opportunity to meet carrie and fly with her to new york when the star is inducted into the songwriters hall of fame so you get the nft and then you get to go travel with her for for real or in the metaverse though <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Mariah Carey is entering the crypto space with the launch of her very first NFT. And in true diva fashion, the winner of the NFT will get a full-on experience. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Are there winners of NFTs or do you just buy it? Yeah, is it a giveaway or are they <laughs> selling it? I thought you just bought NFTs. I didn't think there was like a, I didn't think there was like a... I mean, I guess you could do could giveaways, you, but like... Could why you bid on it? Yeah, I guess that's true. You do bid on it, right? Because it's... It's a weird, like, auction-y thing. That's just... But I thought that you just bought... I thought that it's like, I just want the monkey, so I'm going to buy the monkey yeah. NFT now. Or I bought the first tweet, and now it's worth nothing. Because <laughs> it was always <laughs> worth nothing. Because <laughs> it was literally nothing. Um, designed like a boarding pass, the NFT includes an opportunity, like I said. Um, the winner, bidder, and a guest... Oh, yeah, it's a bidder, okay. Uh, will also get to sit with Carrie at her table during the actual induction. That would be so fucking awkward. <laughs> the actual... Yeah, because imagine... Well, I, I was going to say it would be a bunch of nerds because no, it's, it's going to be a crypto asshole yeah yeah because like nerds were super into crypto at first and now it's turned into like this like bro culture thing yeah, yeah. um the actual nft asset meantime is a spinning boarding pass in carrie's signature quote pink yet lavender colorway and accented with glitter the artist will also create a custom audio recording to go along with the nft release Bidding for the Mariah Carey NFT launches June 3rd via GeoJam, a crypto-based economy <laughs> platform that Carey is an investor in. The bidding will be done with GeoJam's crypto token, dollar sign jam, and minimum <laughs> <laughs> and minimum bids will start at 5K. The bidding ends on June 9th with the Songwriters Hall of Fame experience taking place on June 15th and 16th. A portion of the proceeds from the NFT sale will benefit the Fresh Air Fund, an organization that Carrie has supported since the early days of her career. What, this is what portion? Because zero percent could be a portion. <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing feels like a scam, especially because she's an investor or whatever. She's an yeah. investor it's, in GeoJam. It's a pub. It's a huge publicity stunt. It's the wrong one. Very much so. Yeah. Because <laughs> NFTs and and like crypto is starting to like it, it definitely is starting to fall off. So it's like, why are we, why are we hopping onto this? Um, but don't worry, uh, we'll update you guys next week with <laughs> who the winner is and how much it cost. Because yeah. this is my new favorite thing. <laughs> I, I, I can't, like, I, I don't understand people who are super into the NFT crypto shit. I, I think it's, you know, really, it was, it was like interesting at first. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting concept until you think about it. So like crypto, I think is. Yeah. NFTs are a scam. NFTs oh, yeah, yeah, are one thousand yeah. percent a scam. Uh, it is like it is purely like the 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 quote unquote intention of the NFT was to give power back to the artist, and it did the opposite. <laughs> it, it was always about money, which is then a, that's that's the opposite of artistry. So uh, 
I'm, I'm, but I'm all for this. This is awesome. This is super funny. <laughs> you guys want to guess uh, what the current bid is? Oh fuck! And, uh, and you have to guess in jams, not. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what's what's the current what's the what's the what's the rate from jam the dollar i don't i don't know that even uh, even <laughs> even it's one for one one for no, one one jam <laughs> for one dollar so i have to guess it's in jams lot. yeah but well hold on <laughs> hold on let me figure out the uh the dollar amount here dollar uh, sign jam to i don't know if your phone's gonna help you on that one dollar it's gonna help me <laughs> i've uh it's uh it's 131.5 to one it showed me the Jamaican dollars. Sorry, so one <laughs> one jam is worth one hundred and thirty-five dollars. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. I'll say uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand jams. It's a good guess. Uh, I will guess. We're doing prices right rules. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> one jam, one jam, Bob. I, I will guess. Um, let's go. Four hundred thousand jams. Four hundred twenty thousand jams. I mean, tech- oh, it's <laughs> sick, bro! Dude, that's awesome. We're doing, you know, Price is Right, so you win. It's six hundred fifty-eight thousand jams. Six hundred five thousand dollars. Wait, wait, wait. That is five thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my brain hurts. Okay, wait. So what's the what, what's what's one jam to one dollar again? One hundred thirty-five jams to one dollar. Oh, oh, I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> no, but you were you were close to the number. Yeah, though, it was a jams, fucking arbitrary so. guess. <laughs> yeah, it's still good. It's five thousand dollars. Yeah, she's gonna give a portion of five thousand dollars to a charity. Yeah, because <laughs> no also, one's gonna fucking bid on this. Also, she's gonna be like, "Oh, thanks for. I'm glad you won. What do you do for a living? Is it, I'll work at Walmart." <laughs> do you have a suit? No, just this Confederate flag T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they almost wouldn't let me in, but I said I knew Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it's really bad. That's a low number, like for for this whole thing. It really shows that NFTs are already kind of dead, in my opinion, because that number should be a lot higher. You would think if well, this is a. I mean, like, who's heard of Geo Jam? Right. Mariah Carey's invested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but the, <laughs> NFT. Shit. The idea is they're they're going with her to a thing. It's like that. That could be cool if you're a Mariah Carey fan, I guess. Right. If you got offered that, if you got Adam, if Mariah Carey called and you was like, "Hi, it's Mariah Carey. Will you? Would you like to buy would a you Geo like Jam?" <laughs> Would you like to buy a Geo Jam for five thousand dollars, and then I will fly you on my private jet, and you can sit with me at the Billboard Songwriter Awards or whatever? Would you say yes? No. Would you say yes, Hagen? <laughs> Wait, I have to spend five thousand dollars. Okay, let's say. Okay, what if she said it's it's this is like six... BTS in the White House all over again? Yeah, yeah I'll re-ask the question. What if it was six hundred dollars, Adam? Would you do it? Probably not. No, Hagen. If I had six hundred dollars, was an artist I like. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe like. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I, I think I would do that because if like Nick Cave was like five thousand dollars. He would definitely charge more because he prices everything way so, higher now. So let's say yeah. he did that five thousand dollars. You can fly on a private jet with Nick Cave. I probably wouldn't, but I might think about it. You'd think about it? Like, 5000 is a lot. I but might yeah. consider it. Yeah. If I had $5,000, I might think about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I don't have $5,000. <laughs> Dude, that... But there are fans who have lots of money for any of these artists. So, like, right. there is a market, quote-unquote, for this. You're talking... But that should be a lot more money, probably. Yeah, yeah. Cause, but, but it's like, who gives a shit about Mariah Carey's, like, crypto and NFT shit? She's not in that scene all the, until all the, this. <laughs> all the people who like her Christmas song. A, including the guy who's suing her for twenty, she's gonna need that. She's gonna need that five thousand to maybe go up twenty million like ASAP. Going. Yeah, he wins and then bets on it. That would be really funny if he's the one who goes. And they yeah. just sit awkwardly together. Yeah, it's like <laughs> let's sing our songs at the same time. <laughs> he's because she's winning. She's winning a songwriter award. Yeah, so it'd be super funny if he goes after after fucking suing her. He's just like I'm, I'm a songwriter too. 
Uh, I'm also pretty sure she's had she has co-writing credits on all of her songs. I mean, I don't. I just don't know anybody. I haven't heard of a super fan of Mariah Carey, except for people yeah. who like find her as a spectacle. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I but where where are the NFTs for the co-writers of that song? <laughs> I aggressively pointed <laughs> and hit my microphone. Oh my god! Well. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I I'm very curious to see where it ends, but fuck that shit. I'm not yeah. I'm not very curious. I'm very curious. I just I, I, I went to their website and it said welcome to the jam store. Take <laughs> 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 it seriously. I I hope it ends just like just pff, nothing happens. I hope that next week if we talk about this again, the bid has not gone up. Yeah. Geo. Maybe it's gone down. It's gone down. That would be funny. Someone's like, no. Someone backed out. I don't want. I actually don't want to spend this money. Yeah, the for the very first thing is that fucking passport ticket thing on the website of GeoJam. Yeah. Dude, let's go. I love this. Download the app. Yes. Are you downloading the app? No. What was the What was the Do you get description? A free jam. <laughs> I, get, I get a free dollar sign jam. What was the uh, What was the description of the color? Pink, but not lavender. Yeah, it's apparently like a it's a staple of hers. Oh. Uh, apparently, it's a it's a common thing. The color like Prince has purple. Yeah, the color her her signature her, color hers is, is just too specific. Yeah, yeah, hers is pink yet lavender. Pink is her, yet lavender. It's her color. It's not a color though. Mm. <laughs> Who are you it's, to say? Yeah, it's either one or the other. You're fucking you're fucking color gating Mariah yeah, right. Carey. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> there are like 16 million colors. I guess that one exists. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey said so, so I'm looking at it right now. I think colors can only be official once they're made into a crayon. Yeah. That's I, a good I, point. I do like that rule, but some of the crayon colors are like, holy fuck, what? Mm-hmm. The names, I don't get it. Dog poop. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that is a very specific color. <laughs> <laughs> like, shows you the the maturity of my brain that the first thing I said was dog poop. Or it shows that you have a puppy. Yeah. That too. It's <laughs> a thing you should be concerned about. Yeah. yeah. But there are many different colors of dog poop. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So it, Well, there's a whole crayon set probably. <laughs> dog, <laughs> introducing the 64-piece dog, dog poop set, dog poop color crayon set. We had a... Does your dog eat a lot of carrots? <laughs> there's a slight orange color in this one. We had a, a conversation uh, at work. This reminded me of, a, you know, children's toys. Um, uh, uh, our boss and I were, were talking about uh, uh, a new line for Hasbro called Jazzbro, and that's <laughs> jazz for kids. Uh, so you know you have little toys of Miles Davis, yeah. and uh, you an do an empty box called Exposure. You do shoots and ladders where you you, you do secondary dominance. And, oh, uh, fuck! <laughs> Just when I thought you guys couldn't get any nerdier. Well, but, but I like that joke though. Can, I'll jump what, in that train. What Jazzbro? Jazzbro. I think it sounds funny. Yeah. I like Jazzbro. <laughs> it's like sizzles for your ride symbol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A chromatic harmonica. <laughs> the, on the top says there are no wrong notes. Yeah. <laughs> A broken upright bass string. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, that would be good. He sounds like Cat Toys. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we found a new line. Sounds like cat a. Toys. This is a new exit strategy. Yeah, for the podcast. Like when when we're done, we're gonna make Jazzbro. 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 Yes. Cool. Uh, what are you guys listening to? <laughs> well, after you guys talked about it last week, I listened to Harry Styles' new album. You were listening really to that when you when you drove me here in your you fancy new yeah. car. Man, I was so I thought you were gonna be like after I listened to last week, I listened to an obscure uh, obscure soundtrack from a TV show. I mean, I also no not a TV show, but I did see a movie that had a soundtrack <laughs> that I liked. So you're not totally wrong. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, any one of us you could do an impression of and call us out, and it would be pretty accurate. Yeah, but I just had the opportunity to yeah. call him out. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Harry Styles album was good. I, a, yeah. I liked it. Um, I obviously had heard his other some of his other albums before, but uh, yeah, I was listening to it the other day, and my wife was surprised. She's like, "You listen to Harry Styles now?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's Hagen and Dave's influence." <laughs> That's not surprising. I mean, you like Taylor Swift. You like The Weeknd. Yeah. Turns out I like some popular music. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Uh, I was going to bring it up but during news, but um, I didn't think it was newsworthy, but I'm glad that you mentioned Harry Styles because Harry Styles uh, is bringing back the uh, Apple silhouette ads. I, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apple brought back the like iPod style silhouette ads and it's uh, the AirPods though instead, which are also, you know, white, like the white earbuds were in the original ones for anybody who's listening who's really young and doesn't remember those. <laughs> uh, but it's... Harry Styles is the only one so far, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's got a great silhouette. He does. Well, God, he's handsome. That, that ad is really great. Yeah. Like even if you it. don't care for advertising as like an art form or anything, it's it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So he's bringing that back. That's really cool. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this record before, but I really meant to, and I know that Hagen, you and I talked about it. It's Gareth Dunlop's uh, Animal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, he's got a really cool voice, but. At some points, he he has like the same kind of sound as Jeff Buckley at sometimes, mm. but the it's like really heavily produced pop music. Cool, it's interesting. Uh, I haven't been listening to anything new this week. I've just been kind of I've been learning a lot of music and driving around listening to like old stuff. But I did see probably probably the best thing musically I've seen in, in a long time. If it's definitely in my top five of like shows I've ever been to. Uh, was we saw Lawrence, uh, that little R and B pop group pop duo not duo but they're brother and sister they have their whole band that was it was like truly one of the best things i've ever seen um live it was a whole show good crowd it it was a good crowd it was a crowd that knew everything it's super weird because they are they definitely like a lot of them if not all of them went to at least music school but mostly jazz school and they write this kind of like accessible r&b kind of poppy ish music and they do some pretty interesting covers. They right? do, which that was super fun too. They did. Um, they they brought out a bucket that said covers on it, and they let a, like they, they had a spot in their set for, for like a couple covers, and so a band member would just grab it, pull it out, and that's the song they played. That is really cool. And uh, seems really scary too. So so they so they pulled out toxic. I mean, then again, you pulled out another option maybe, and you go, oh, I I dropped it. Well, they, they pulled out toxic, and they were like, oh, um, and the the lead guy looks to his sister, and he's like. Do we remember this one? She's like, I think so. And he's like, uh, he like off mic, like, like mouths the first line. She goes, <laughs> and, and they then, did it. And they did it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing was they did the whole cover band thing where like, you know, if you're not sure what to do in a song, you just let soloists go. So <laughs> that's fun. Um, or repeat the verse. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but they, 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 they did the really cool cover stuff that they do. But the cool thing about the crowd was that the other bands on the lineup were these indie pop bands. And so it's all the same fans, which I thought it was really weird. They were, they were on tour with Mr. Wives. It was a it was a double headliner or co-headliner. And um, it was the same fans. People were screaming along like I, I was not expecting that. Um, and so really, really cool, amazing show. If you ever have the chance to see Lawrence, go see them. If you haven't already listened to Lawrence, go listen to their album Hotel TV. It is like incredible the musicality is next level for a live performance i almost cringed a little bit too much at the the horn section doing all the what what did the horn section do dave i'll make you guess actually uh choreography correct yeah. what else did they do uh did they wear funny outfits all of them did on stage but yes okay uh did they rap yep 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the horn section of the band I was talking about earlier. <laughs> they do all that same shit. I, I was like, they, they, they played a song that has a guest rapper on it. And they were like, you know, we have this, we have John Bellion on the song who does like a verse, but luckily we have a member of the band who can rap. And I looked over and the trumpet players walking over. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's like the underground rule of like being a trombone player or a trumpet player or a saxophone player in a band like that. You gotta be able if to you rap. really want to solidify your place in the band, learn how to rap. Yeah, yeah. So they and they they did they everybody had choreography, but the horn section had the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also had like bongos that were in front of them, like little toy bongos that were mic'd, so the trumpet player would also play that. Um, but it was, I mean, you know, the cringiness aside, it was musically unbelievable, yeah, and it's, especially it's, under it's showmanship. Yeah, with a bunch of pop bands that play tracks. To see like a band not using a single track, I was like, "This is great." They didn't have ears in. They had ears. Are so you I, sure they weren't using tracks? They might use a click. Yeah, but they didn't. They weren't running anything else. Hmm. I was like, "Pay." I was. I mean, if they were, it was very well hidden because yeah. I was like trying to pay really close attention to what the keyboard player was doing. Like, if I could, if it lined up, if it was great, and it, it was, it was spot on. So, yay, Lawrence. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, anybody got anything else? Nope. Nope. You looked at me like I have something. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't have something. Adam, you have an announcement for us? No. Damn it. Oh, I was really hoping you had something for us. No, I'm I'm also going to be here next week. I don't know. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so is Jackson, right? So we'll all yeah. be back. We should yeah. be back to we should be back to form next week. We yeah. should be it's, it's a return to form and next, return week's, to form. <laughs> next week's episode is is uh, all four of us back. Hopefully, um, we'll I mean, see. We'll see how he's doing. Yeah, if he's, it, I'll, I'll, I'll give him another week if he needs it. Cause I'm sure he'll be tired. Yeah, so. he's and gonna refuel on Dr Pepper. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't, hasn't been able to have any. So yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's having a tough time out there. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we should have all four of us back next week. It should be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, so if you don't already, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. Um, if you use the Apple podcast, then you can leave us a little five-star review if you so choose. You can also email us, uh, how you're feeling about these episodes without all of our co-hosts. Um, and, and what was the email you gave last week, Dave? It was, um, please bring our, our uh, give me my co-host back. Give me my co-host back at don'tbethearist.com. Yeah, you can do that or, or we miss Jackson at, you know, don'tbethearist.com. Yeah. Or, or, or you could, you, you could email us at this is great. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be the don't, fire don't Jackson. bring Jackson back. <laughs> yeah. Actually, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that because he's gonna, He's on the show. He'll he'll see that. Uh, but I mean, you know, if you if you're brave enough to send us that email, then good for you. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's. Uh, oh, you can follow us on social media: uh, Instagram, DFTA Podcast, and Facebook. Don't be the artist. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Fuck off. Get me a towel. Yeah. Please. You would like you 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 little sweaty. A little sweaty. We're all wearing shorts, though. Sweaty and wetty. It's the shorts day.